Welcome back to Nerd with a Phone. November to Remember continues next. With Star Wars, Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. have checked out the uh, fantasy mission force video the podcast that movie is a trip it is just crazy insane beyond nuts I think it was a pretty entertaining episode myself want to thank everybody for continuing to listen and supporting the show and me on this journey. And uh, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, uh, you already know what this episode is. Unless <laughs> the uh, link is broken, I had to retweet it. 
but I shared a song on Twitter from YouTube by one Mr. Weird Al Yogovic. I have used one of his songs on here before, but it's uh, The Saga Begins. Yeah, that's right, we talking The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode 1. But I wanted to digress for a minute and uh, thank everybody that had reached out on Facebook and uh, wished me happy birthday. And uh, I wanted to say happy birthday to my cousin who said happy birthday to me. It's also his birthday yesterday. That's the 28th of November. You know who you are, man, if you're listening. Oh, man, it sucks getting old, don't it? <laughs> but there is something to be said for it, too, right? And I suppose this entire channel may be a bit of a uh, midlife crisis. Or at least it would be <laughs> had I ever completely put away childish ways. But uh, on to the review. <laughs> the uh, thing is, I had watched it again today with Devil Rock to, uh, well, not that I need re-familiaring or anything. And I guess for the record, it should be stated it was the DVD uh, 480i version. And, uh, the parts of the story that held up, hold up. But the CG on pretty much everybody is almost laughable by today's standards. It's it's CG combined with uh, blue or green screen effects and it's and matte paintings and such and it's like clearly they could have done a better job. <laughs> But uh, we're going to travel back in time here <laughs> to 1999 when this came out, 1999, 98. And uh, I mean, this was an event for my house and a friend of mine had went online and I believe it was Fandango or Ticketmaster, one of the two, and uh, had bought up a bunch of tickets. And uh, we went to see it open at night uh, with as many people as we could bring with us. So me and my father actually went. And uh, as somebody that went on opening night, at least here in Indiana, I, I will not let any revisionist history be said. People were walking out of the, our theater, our showing, including us very pleased with what we had saw but the creeps and the doubts were kind of there but it you know as many Star Wars fans will tell you or sci-fi fans in general uh, it's that third and fourth viewing sometimes that makes you go oh oh no but uh I think it helps to uh, remember the uh situation leading into that film and everything. I mean, they had searched for a long time to cast the young Anakin Skywalker. And they wound up going with young Jake Lloyd. 
as soon as I saw the kid, I was in my 20s at this point, everything like that, I, I saw him and I went, yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> and I might have to change my profile picture on the Nerve of the Phone podcast for one minute uh, to show you a picture of me as a kid. I was Jake Lloyd as a kid. I, even in my 20s, I didn't look that way anymore. But yeah, I was just like, oh, cool. So I was kind of living vicariously <laughs> through Jake Lloyd. And on that first viewing, I just didn't see the problems. And I mean, at the time, I even enjoyed Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> He's still a bit of a guilty pleasure. I feel like the character is bad, but enjoyably bad. And uh, I'm one of those cinemaphiles that always finds it hilarious when people find racism uh, to be a, the only character trait of people and think that that's going to be okay. I mean, I'm a white boy. Did you ever notice that the only unintelligent white people speak like this, y'all? Know what I mean? Just the very concept that speaking like that makes you an idiot bothers me on a primal level. What I'm saying is I get the backlash, but I think Jar Jar is a entertaining character. I also find the slack jaw, you know, slack jawed idiot, um, very entertaining and perhaps self-defecating. <laughs> yeah, I said it that way on purpose. Chill. As much as I would like to go on an hour and a half rant defending George Lucas, everything like that, the only person I will defend is Jake Lloyd. Hear me out? Just look up Jake Lloyd's life after this movie. Hasn't been pretty. He was a kid actor. Hired to do a job. Because he could follow directions. If the character is lacking... It's because George Lucas didn't direct him properly. That should have been the end of the discussion, but it wasn't. Because nerds can't let things go, can we? So, on behalf of geeks and nerds everywhere, if Jake Lloyd ever hears this, (laughs) we are sorry for your treatment. On a personal note, I still like the film, with all its flaws. Uh, it's kind of like how, uh, you know, toaster strudels are better, but Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tarts are good. This movie is a Pop-Tart. It's a generic Pop-Tart, but it's still a Pop-Tart. Okay, I've prattled on for about eight minutes about this. We're going to take a break. And I'll find another subject to talk about. Just a minute, folks.